Radio Drama Revival is brought to you in part by Audible, who offer a free 30-day trial and free audiobook at audibletrial.com forward slash radiodrama. Audible boasts over 30,000 titles, including a whole ton of audio drama. That's why I love it. Again, that's audibletrial.com forward slash radiodrama. Thanks. And welcome to Radio Drama Revival, the show dedicated to the stories told, the medium of sound, showcasing the diversity and vitality of modern audio theater. Here, hear news, reviews, discussion, and of course, stories. I'm your host, Fred, and that great theme music is by Roger Gregg of Crazy Dog Audio Theater. And today, we are continuing on our horror tales. Today, we are going somewhere local, at least local to me, with the great work of William Dufries, who is based in South Portland, Maine, has worked with Lance Axe and Lane Lee to create the Audio Comics Company. We featured them on the show a few times uh, with their um, amazing tale, Titanium Rain, adapted by Josh Feeney and Kat Rocha from the graphic novel. Um, Also, uh, Lane Lee's own work, Starstruck, Honey West, Murder on Mars, have all come out on the Audio Comics label. Um, They've been... Definitely going places. Um, Elaine Lee has a, a, a column going now on the Huffington Post. They had uh, some crazy thing where I saw that Audio Comics had made it to Times Square um, advertised there. Um, they've been hitting up the uh, the circuit, uh, you know, g- going out where uh, comic book slash graphic novel fans are and uh, letting them know that you can have audio comics in your head. Um, before um, audio comics existed, uh, Bill DeFries created this wonderful series called Horoscopes, um, a group called Rocky Coast Radio Theater. They did this uh, various collections called Nightmares on Congress Street, which actually still is available, um, and I think it's been sort of reissued through the Audio Comics Company. Um, if you go there now, um, audiocomicscompany.com, you can find all about Horoscopes. Um, it's also been uh, banging around on Audible and other places. Um, it is a collection of um, original as well as public domain spooky tales done really, really, really well. Now, Bill DeFries is a uh, professional audiobooks narrator and uh, cartoon voice, uh, and is just does an amazing job as the narrator and characters. Uh, we featured uh, various pieces, the derelict, um, nephews, um, and we're going to actually do a retelling today just because I, I like it a lot, and people have been asking me by name um, about this particular H.P. Lovecraft tale and a rather inspired adaptation of it. And really, we just don't feature quite enough H.P. Lovecraft here on Radio Drama Revival. So to sate your appetite for gore on your Halloween um, season here, we have The Statement of Randolph Carter by H.P. Lovecraft, adapted by Bill DeFries for Rocky Coast Radio Theater, now uh, released under the Horoscopes um, series name under Audio Comics Company, something like that. Hope I got it. All the credit that is credit is due there. It is uh, fantastico. Um, and uh, you should check it out. Um, you can also uh, download all of season one of Horoscopes at Audio Comics Company. Um, they also have a really special um, piece called Hollywood Ending, which was uh, adapted from a classic tale of Tales from the Crypt, and it's just really, really great. Um, they also got Ray Bradbury's The Wind and others in there. Um, so worth a visit, audiocomicscompany.com. Go and download that. Um, and we have the statement of Randolph Carter, Coming right up after The Cleansed, The Cleansed Episode 8, Part 3. This is the big one, folks. Um, We have the conflict between our two uh, major forces in the city of Corinth, uh, Paul leading the uh, evangelicals, and we have Saul leading the bad people. 
<laughs> enjoy. Um, there's blood in the streets. If you haven't heard the rest of it, there's this major, major spoiler action here. This is kind of the culmination of the series, so check back in about 11 minutes if uh, you don't want to miss all that and want to go back and hear the cleanse that's supposed to be in order. Otherwise, rock and roll. Cleansed, Episode 8, Part 3. Final Room Productions presents The Cleansed, Episode 8, The Revolt, Part 3. Well, I went in, like Paul dove in a river, and here all of us went in right behind him. We saw the cause. Oh yeah, right there in front of us, it was all black and white. All good and glorious in the name of Jesus Christ the Lord. And so we fought. Power, power, wonder-working power in the blood, in the blood of, the lamb. of the Lamb. There is power, power, wonder-working power in the precious blood of the Lamb. We're getting close, Mr. Paul. The Citadel. We're almost there. Are you with me, my believers? Yes, Can I get a hallelujah? Can I get a praise Jesus? Praise Jesus! Now take up arms, my angels. The devil awaits. The citadel. Do you all see it? Yes. yes. We sever the umbilical to that monster, and the city is freed again. Come, sing, Christian soldiers, sing. Mine eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the Lord. Here they come. Hey, where's our support out here? I personally deployed the Captain's Elite Guard an hour ago. They should be in your area any minute now. We need them now. Get your dick out of your rear and stand up to them. How many are there? A dozen, maybe more. You've got the advantage, work it. No support? We can hold them off for a few minutes. We'll be all right. All right. Let's party! Our God is marching on! Quit that rubbish! Come, my angels! It is time to let your arrows against wickedness fly! Okay, we need them now! Now would be great! They can't shoot for anything, but there's a lot of them. Not slowing down either. They just don't stop. Keep at it. Can I get a hallelujah? Hallelujah! 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 Praise Jesus! Praise Jesus! Take it back for the Lord! Take it back for the Lord! The Lord says fight! The Lord says fight! Cause the Lord is right! Cause the Lord is right! And we have them! I don't understand. Saul! Saul, come in, Saul. Where the hell are you? Saul! There's no need to shout. Saul. No, Richard, please. Don't stand. 
You can't let that beautiful scotch go to waste. Where the hell is your uniform, Saul? And is, what the hell is this, a gas mask? Oh, I think the air in here is gonna get a lot less appealing. Zeke, do the honors. I thought you were one of us, Saul. I thought you had the stuff of leaders. I... Oh! Oh. That was easy. Just a matter of focusing your attention, Zeke. You're a natural. Yes. We have some more work to do. Come on. We follow Paul, assuming everyone else would want to follow him, too. Well, maybe the world just wasn't quite ready for him. Maybe the things of the world were a little more important to them than the spiritual realm. And what do you do when you charge into a wave and then the wave collapses back onto you? The Lord says fight! The Lord says fight! Cause the Lord is right! Cause the Lord is right! And we have them! Angels, now for the glorious finale. Amos, the bag. Yes, sir. Lord, as you are the Alpha and the Omega, the Creator and the Destroyer, so now destroy this artery of evil, so that we may help to cast the beast into the pit of fire. Amen. 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 Now, believers, run! fear, my boy. They took out the citadel. Won't be forever. The light. We lived without it for years. Why must you have it now? It startled me. Of course. Well, it's all for the better. Now, there's one more errand for us to do. Can you help? What is it? You remember the canisters we retrieved from the train? Of course. We're gonna feed them to our good friends at the council. <laughs> Guess we'll take the stairs. <laughs> I forgot to tell Richard something. Oh? There is a song from the old days I like very much. What is it? Goes like this. Please allow me to introduce myself. I'm a man of wealth and taste. Been around for a long, long year. Stole many a man's soul and faith. I was around when Jesus Christ had his moment of doubt and pain. Pleased to meet you. Won't you guess my name? Here we are. Whoa! All right, listen, everyone. Listen, everyone. We need to stay calm. To stay calm. What's going on? We don't know. Don't worry. We'll have Richard. What's happening? He said, he said he would keep the Citadel running. He will. He will. Around St. Petersburg, when I thought it was a time for a change. So, so. Thank Good God evening, you know my lead. What, what's going on? The Citadel. Oh, I urge you to think about happier times. This gas is known for its unsavory. Gas. Fucking <laughs> good night, Council. No, Saul. Saul, 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 no, Saul. Saul,
Republic, the Lord Jesus has come to liberate you from the darkness. Come, children, come and join us. What the hell is he shouting about? Someone stop him! No! Don't let the wicked ways of the world taint your mind. The Lord Jesus has come. We've come to save you, to save this land. They did it. They took away the power again. Cast stones! Paul, Paul, we gotta go. We gotta go. My, my children! Come, children! They're not friendly some other time. We have come to save you! To save your souls against. Ah, Paul! No! Leave me, Lucian. I'll withstand their stones. I won't let you. Come on. Amos? Yeah. Open up the manhole cover. We gotta get down. Paul, let's go! Believers! Go forth and save these souls! I'm not sure they want to be saved! Watch out! Oh. new master and before him they will confront all they have done we'll tear you to rags this is my city now this is your only warning leave now before we cut you down you cannot lay a finger on he who has been cleansed that i'll see podcast version of The Cleansed. To hear the rest of this episode in its entirety and uncut, visit www.thecleansed.com. You can purchase the entire director's cut for $1.99. Also see a full cast and crew list, exclusive behind-the-scenes video, character sketches, and more. Again, that's www.thecleansed.com. Or catch us next week for another free installment. New episodes of The Cleansed will go up on this podcast for free each Friday from March through October 2012. Those are available at thecleansed.com, finalrune.com, and radiodramarevival.com. The Cleansed is a Final Rune production. Find more free audio stories at www.finalrune.com. That's F-I-N-A-L-R-U-N-E.com.
All right, that was The Cleanse, thecleanse.com. For more of that show, season one is now complete and available at thecleanse.com. It's going to be available as a digital uh, download uh, seasoned box set um, very, very soon. All sorts of news to talk about The Cleanse, but we're going to let um, the podcast wrap up here uh, the next couple of weeks. And before we get into telling you about all the crazy things that are happening for season two and elsewise with The Cleansed. And now on to The Statement of Randolph Carter by H.P. Lovecraft, adapted by Bill DeFries and performed by the Rocky Coast Radio Theater on the Horoscopes series. Enjoy. The Statement of Randolph Carter by H.P. Lovecraft, adapted by William Dufries. Well, there, Sheriff. Hey, Bob. <laughs> You're gonna love this one, Doc. He's a doozy. Well, how do you mean, Sheriff? Well, first off, he talks a lot like you do. Uses all them fancy college-type words no normal being <laughs> understands. <laughs> Only he's a Yankee. Next, he claims that he's responsible for the end of the world about to commence, what with his helping to open some gate to the underworld or some such. Huh. If I didn't smell no moonshine on him, I'd swear he'd just come off a week-long bender. Who is he? Says he's Randolph Carter from up north in Boston town. Uh-huh. Carr picked him up on the edge of the big cypress swamp early this morning, about four, screaming a name over and over, Harley Warren. We go to Warren's place, and he ain't there. Then we got a witness come in, says he saw this Carter and another gent making their way to the swamp about 11 o'clock last night. Description he gives matches that of Harley Warren. Well, so what do you suspect occurred? Well, I think Carter and Warren had some little grave robbing deal going on, <laughs> which was why they was headed towards the old Beaufayet Cemetery last night. Mm-hmm. It's been disused for probably a hundred years. The witness saw them carrying shovels and lamps. They probably had themselves a little dispute over some coffin booty, and, and Warren Dunn found himself sharing the wrong end of a hole. Well, have you searched for Warren's body at this cemetery? Well, uh, I sent a car out there about an hour ago. We should be hearing from him pretty soon. Well, well, here we are. If you want, I'll stay in there with you in case he gets riled. Well, is the suspect Carter, did you say? Mm-hmm. Is he restrained? Yeah. Well, I should be fine, then. I'll ring, as usual, when I've concluded my assessment. All righty, then. I'm going to check up on Rufus and Jim out there at the cemetery. My name is Dr. Schaefer. I repeat to you that your inquisition is fruitless. Detain me here forever if you will, confine or execute me if you must have a victim to propitiate the illusion. You call justice, but I can say no more than I have said already. Everything that I can remember, I have told you with perfect candor. If anything remains vague, it's only because of the dark cloud which has come over my mind. That and the nebulous nature of the horrors which brought it upon me. Yes, I see. Well, Mr. Carter, I can assure you that we will attempt our utmost to ensure that your stay here is as brief 
as possible, and that it is far too early to concern yourself with phantom fears of incarceration, let alone execution. No, we are mainly requesting that you give us some clue as to the whereabouts of Harley Warren. That we understand- Again, they say I do not know what has become of Warren. Though I think, almost hope, that he is in peaceful oblivion, if there be anywhere so blessed a thing. Why would you wish he were dead rather than alive? Are you not his friend? I have been his closest friend for five years and a partial share of his terrible researches into the unknown. Well, this research into the unknown, <sighs> would this have led you to the Bouffouillet Cemetery last night? We have a witness who claims to have seen the two of you walking toward <sighs> there via Big Cypress Swamp, carrying... I will not deny though my memory is uncertain and indistinct, that this witness of yours may have seen us together, as he says, walking towards Big Cypress Swamp at half past eleven late last night, that we bore electric lanterns, spades, and a coil of wire with attached instruments, I will even affirm, for these things played a part in the hideous scene which remains burned into my shaken recollection. What were these attached instruments? Warren had insisted upon bringing a portable telephone outfit. Now, I'm going to ask... Uh, sir, can I have a word with you? Certainly. Excuse me, Mr. Carter. Yes? We done lost radio contact with the boys out at the cemetery. No one's answering. Huh. No old Mrs. Parkins come in a short while ago to say she come across the patrol car just outside the cemetery gates where she was mm -hmm. fetching back mm -hmm. one of her sows, which got into the swamp. Says she heard screams, and then a couple of shots, then more screams, then nothing. Huh. Says she didn't want to stick around there any longer. Says she just left that pig of hers and come in to tell us something terrible happened out there. So me and a couple of the boys are headed out to see what we can find out. You want to wait till we get back to finish this later or carry on? I believe I'm making some headway, so I'll proceed if you don't mind. Oh, fine, fine. If we're not back by the time you finish... Then make sure he gets his free telephone call. I'll be dad gummed if he makes some stink out of the way we've been treating him. You know them northerners. Well, have no fear, Sheriff. I'll ensure that the proper procedures are maintained. Yeah, all right. I'll be getting along then. Well, good luck. Well, my apologies for the interruption. Now, where was I? Oh, hmm. uh, yes. I was going to suggest that you start at the beginning and recite to me what you told the sheriff earlier without any interruption. Is that all right with you? And I'd like to take a few notes while you do, if you don't mind. Please, begin with your association with Harley Warren. Well, as I said before to the sheriff, the weird studies of Warren were well known to me, even in Boston, and to some extent even shared by me. I began a correspondence with him some five years ago, and he invited me to visit with him so as to avail myself of his vast collection of strange, rare books on the forbidden subjects. Of these, I had read all that are written in the languages of which I am master, but these are few as compared with those in languages I cannot understand. And the fiend-inspired book which brought on the end, the book which he carried out of the world, was written in characters like I never saw elsewhere. Warren would never tell me what was in that book. 
As to the nature of our studies, I pursue them more through reluctant fascination than natural inclination. Warren always dominated me, and sometimes I feared him. I, I remember how I shuddered at his facial expression the night before the awful happening, when he, he, he talked so incessantly of his theory, why certain corpses never decay, but rest firm and fat in their tombs for a thousand years, how other remains of the deceased are discovered in a mutilated state, with portions and limbs missing. I do not fear him now, for I suspect he has known horrors beyond my ken. Now, I fear for him. I have no memory of when or how we arrived at our unholy destination. The picture seared into my soul as of one scene only. And the hour must have been long after midnight, for a waning crescent moon was high in the vaporous heavens. The place was an ancient cemetery. It was in a deep damp hollow, overgrown with rank grass, moss, and other curious creeping weeds, filled with a vague stench. Over the valley's rim, the moon peered through the noisome vapors that seemed to emanate from unheard-of catacombs, and by its feeble, wavering beams, I could distinguish a repellent array of antique slabs, urns, cenotaphs, and mausoleum facades, all crumbling, moss-grown, and moisture-stained, and partly concealed by the gross luxuriance of the unhealthy vegetation. My first impression of this terrible necropolis concerns the act of pausing with Warren before a certain half-obliterated sepulcher. No word was uttered, the spot and the task seemed known to us, and without delay we threw down our lanterns in the telephone outfit, and with our spades commenced to clear away the weeds and drifted earth from the flat archaic mortuary. After uncovering the entire surface, which consisted of three immense granite slabs, Warren indicated the slab nearest to a stony ruin, and using our spades as levers, we pried loose the stone which we raised and tipped to one side. Stand back, Warren. Those gases are probably lethal. Don't worry, Carter. These miasmal exhalations will soon dissipate. Look! A flight of steps. Do you know where they lead? I can but hope. Oh, Carter, we too are witness to that which few mortals have been blessed. Or cursed. That is the very reason why I must ask you to remain on the surface. What? It would be a crime to allow anyone with your frail nerves to descend these steps to that which lies down there. My nerves are strong enough. I have read and studied. You cannot even begin to imagine. Even from what you have read and from what I've told you, the things I shall have to see and do. It's fiendish work, Carter, and I doubt that any man without ironclad sensibilities could ever see it through and come up alive and sane. Yes, but I... I, I don't I, wish to offend you, and heaven knows I'd be glad enough to have you with me. But the responsibility is, in a certain sense, mine, and I couldn't drag a bundle of nerves like you down to probable death or madness. I tell you, you can't imagine what the thing is really like. Oh, but what about you? 
What if something terrible was to happen and you needed assistance? I promise I... to keep you informed over the telephone of every move. You see, I've enough wire here to reach the center of the earth and back. No, no. I won't hear of it. I've been your friend and assistant for these past five years, and I won't be denied this opportunity. Think, if... Carter. If anything were to happen to you and to me, then who would record the discovery? I need you up here. One of us must remain lucid enough to transcribe the experience. At least allow me to descend to the bottom with you, and... I said no! I will abandon this entire expedition and return home if you persist in your foolish demands. No, no, no. Now, is that what you want? No, 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 of course not. I, I merely wish I to... do not care for your feeble wishes, Carter. Either station yourself here at the aperture or help me replace the slab. I'm sorry, Warren. I will do as you say. Good. I tell you again, it's the only possible way for us to proceed. Now hand me that terminal box. Right. Now, attach this wire end to those connectors while I test the transmitter receiver. All's in working order. Wish me luck, Carter. Keep your ear to the receiver. I should return within an hour or so. Good luck, old man. Hmm. For a minute, I kept sight of the glow of his lantern and heard the rustle of wire as he laid it down after him. But the glow soon disappeared abruptly, as if a turn in the stone staircase had been encountered, and the sound died away almost as quickly. I was alone, yet bound to the unknown depths by those magic strands whose insulated surface lay green beneath the struggling beams of that waning crescent moon. I constantly consulted my watch and listened with feverish anxiety at the receiver for the telephone, but for more than a quarter of an hour, heard nothing. Then... Warren! Can you hear me? Warren! God, if you could see what I am seeing... What? God, it's terrible, monstrous nightmare. What is it, Warren? Please tell me. I can't tell you, Carter. It's too utterly beyond thought. I dare not tell you. No man could know it and live. Oh, great God, I never dreamed of this. Warren, come back. Now, before it's too late, please. No, I can't, Carter. For the love of God, put back the slab and get out of this if you can. Quick, leave everything else and make for the outside. It's your only chance. Do as I say and don't ask me to explain. Just put back the slab now and run. Warren, you must get out of there. Please, just follow your wire and come back. Beat it. it. For God's sake, put the slab back and beat it, Carter. Warren, brace up. I'm coming down. Don't. You don't understand. It's too late. And my own fault. Oh, God, what could we unleash upon the world? Put back the slab and run. There's nothing you or anyone can do for me now. Quick, before it's too late. God, hurry. It's no use. You must go. Better one than two. The slab. Nearly over now. Don't make it harder. 
Cover up those damn steps and run for your life. You're losing time. So long, Carter. Won't see you again. Oh, curse these hellish things. Legions. Oh, my God. Beat it. Beat it. Beat it. Warren. 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 Listen to me, are you came to me the crowning horror of all. The unbelievable, unthinkable, almost unquestionable thing. After a hideous silence, there was further clicking in the receiver. Again I called down, Warren, are you there? And in answer, heard the thing, which has brought this cloud over my mind. I do not try to account for that thing, that voice. Shall I say that it was deep, gelatinous, remote, unearthly, inhuman? What shall I say? It was the end of my experience and is the end of my story. I heard it and knew no more. Heard it as I sat petrified in that unholy cemetery in the hollow amidst the crumbling stones and fallen tombs, the rank vegetation and the miasmal vapors. Heard it well up from the innermost depths of that damnable open sepulcher as I watched the amorphous necrophagous shadows dance beneath an accursed waning moon. And this is what it said. You fool. Warren is dead. (laughs) Yes. Right. I think what might be best at this point... Mr. Carter, is to prescribe uh, some mild sedative for you, (laughs) just to calm the nerves a bit, and... uh, Do you believe me? Uh, Does the sheriff believe me? Well, uh, of course, I I can't speak for the sheriff. Where is the sheriff? I I need to warn him. Now! Well, you'll have to await his return, I'm afraid. He's investigating the cemetery grounds. Well, no! That fool! No! No, I should go out there! That hellish hole is still uncovered! I never put back the slab! Please, for the love of God, get him back! Uh, well, yes, uh, I'll see what I can do. Meanwhile, why don't you try and calm yourself while I contact him, and I'll soon return with that sedative I mentioned. Oh, by the way, if you care to, you are allowed one telephone call. The switchboard will connect you. I would advise you to attempt to locate a family member and someone who may be available to travel down and uh, look after you. Boston, is it? Your home. Yes. Thank you, Doctor. Right. I'll return shortly. Oh, hello, Deputy. Well, Doc. I need to speak to Sheriff Bodine. It's urgent. Well, that's what I just come by to tell you, Doc. 
Sheriff's gone a wall. No answer on his radio. He seems to be missing. I, I don't know. Missing? Oh, yeah. Hello, switchboard. Could you give me Cambridge 24? Hello? Hello? I can hear you breathing. Is this a switchboard? I, I want... You should have replaced the slab, Carter. That was the statement of Randolph Carter. Um, the ending catch you? I liked it. Um, just one of those great stories that um, I think uses audio quite well. Um, Bill, there's a lot of great things in the horoscopes label, but I think this is my particular favorite. That's why I'm playing it for you again. People have asked about it. We played it in a feature back in 2007, but I wanted to get it uh, kind of packaged separately for people who are just looking for the H.P. Lovecraft tale so they can find it. There it is. Enjoy it. Tell your H.P. Lovecraft fans. It's great. Uh, Bill has, has a wonderful uh, taste of the macabre. And um, me too. Just <laughs> in the water up here in Maine, what can I say? Um, yeah, so we'll have more Dark Tales coming for you uh, the remainder of the month. We've got one more piece, um, regular podcast for you next week. And then we have uh, our mega transcontinental terror effort um, debuting um, Halloween, streaming live from RadioDramaRevival.com. And then uh, by the end of the following week, the 2nd of November, we will have like a four-hour, uh, probably multi-part podcast um, up on the Radio Drama Revival podcast feed. Um, including uh, myself with Final Room Productions, Wireless Theater Company, Chatterbox Audio Theater, Icebox Radio Theater, and then Julie Hoverson of 19 Doctrine Boulevard joins Transcontinental Terror this year to keep this uh, massive cross-country international audio horror extravaganza going. Um, so tr- transcontinentalterror.com is the way to stream it live, and it'll be coming out in podcast this year. Um, we'll also have some special assistance from Jack Ward at the Sonic Society, Electric Vicuna, will be um, not only a participant, but um, giving our little interstitial um, parts on the conductor train. It's going to be a great, gory time. Uh, if you need to sate your appetite for more blood and gore, check out RadioDramaRevival.com. Not quite 100 hours of uh, spooky tales there for your enjoyment. RadioDramaRevival.com. We've put horror pages um, on as our feature genre on the homepage, so go and check it out. Um, all kinds of spooky stuff to keep you entertained. Also follow us on Twitter, head up at Radio Drama, search our Facebook page, Radio Drama Revival, or for church search on iTunes or Stitcher. We're now up for the Stitcher Awards. We'd love your nominations. Um, Stitcher.com, look for Radio Drama Revival or iTunes Radio Drama Revival. Also leave a review, tell your friends, anything you can to spread the word about the show. Truly appreciated. And with that, that is a wrap for this week. Radio Drama Revival is produced by yours truly, Fred Greenhalge. Copyright of individual shows remains the original producers, but do please share this show as far and widely as you'd like. Radio Drama Revival originates in on-air radio at WMPG-FM, Southern Maine's Community Radio. It is podcast at radiodramarevival.com as a labor of love. Till next time, keep your mind and your ears open. Thanks for tuning in, and have a great week. Mm-hmm.